Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. It's game day. This is your Cards Cast game day, and it's a Friday, so it's a little bit different. It's prime time in Atlanta, Louisville, down at Bobby Dodge Stadium to face Georgia Tech. Both teams, one and two. Uh, Louisville looking to pick up its first you know, ACC win of the season. Georgia Tech already notched one, you know at what seemed like a surprise back in the day when they upset Florida State. Well, I'm not sure if it's upset anymore, but but a, kind of really a must-win for both programs, really, sitting at one and two at this point in the season, if they want to keep chasing and, and make sure they get into whatever the bowl situation may be like. But look like I'm Michael McCammon, senior writer from Cardinal Authority, joined by, uh, as always, publisher Jody Demling. And Jody, you're in Atlanta. Um, I think must-win is a pretty good way to describe this. Yeah, no, I think it. I think it definitely is. Um, I, I think they've got to do something this week. Um, you know, it's a it's a big game for a number of reasons. A, there's a lot of guys uh, from this area that are uh, that that are that are on this team. Um, a number of guys that have been recruited out of here. They they base their recruiting. Uh, you know, I mean, their big time recruiting is is from down here, and they want to continue that. And if they're going to continue that, I mean, Michael, they have three guys in the area that, that are already in the class of 2021 uh, and moving forward, they're going to continue that. And so it's a big game for to get off the snide, win a game. You don't want to go on three game losing streak into Notre Dame next week and, uh, and and then for recruiting as well. So, yeah, I think it's uh, this is a big one. And, uh, and, I, you know, I think the guys have got to be excited about it. And we'll see some guys normally when we go to a, a town. Where um, where guys are uh, playing, you know, where guys are playing uh, in their hometown or near their hometown, they have a good game. Um, so you know, hopefully uh, Monty Montgomery or Marlon Character or Hassan Hall, one of the guys that's from the Atlanta area, will have a big game. Yeah, I think thirty, if I'm correct, uh, from the state of Georgia that that are on the Louisville roster used to be that with the, with the Sunshine State. Now Georgia, Georgia is the most represented state on the Louisville roster, and I think at least six players from the Atlanta area. Uh, you mentioned a couple already. You know, Yaya Diaby, obviously in the class now. Um, you know, T. Webb. You know, got to see him at Cartersville. I mean, Evan Conley. You know, he's a, a former teammate of one of the Georgia Tech wide receivers. So plenty of Peach State uh, flavor on the Louisville roster, that's for sure. The Cardinals currently favored. Um, I think they'll probably stay that way. It's, you know, I think it got up to six, and I've seen it now about four, four and a half. Um, you know, we'll have our picks you know, up at, you know, on the side if, if they may be there already. Uh, so check those out. But, uh, you know, again, it's a game I think Louisville, after coming off those, those back-to-back losses to Miami and Pittsburgh, you know, then you have that off week. They probably, you know, they've, they've got a little bit of humble pie. Uh, it was a tough week, as, as the coaches have said for us, you know, during that off week is they really kind of got back to the basics in practice. And, you know, there's a lot of things that, that they just weren't doing that they know how to do. So they've probably been chomping at the bit to get down to Atlanta to, to hopefully rectify things and get themselves back on the, on the winning track that they anticipated to be, at, you know, going into game four. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I think it's just one of those deals where, Michael, more than anything, it's um, 
it's confidence. It's uh, yeah. it's swagger. It's um, it's 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 a little feeling sorry for yourself. I think when you lose two in a row, um, look, we talked about this last week, and I and 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 you can blame us or you can blame whoever, whatever. And I don't know that there's really any blame to go around, but we expected more from this team, and I think they were probably um, the expectations were probably a little unrealistic in the preseason. Knowing what has gone on in the offseason and knowing some key places that they were going to have to, you know, they were going to have to overcome some 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 deficiencies. But we thought some guys would fill in and some guys that uh, that haven't filled in, uh, we thought would. And I, I like I still like this team. I still think this team, um, you know, can win. Uh, the rest of their games, I think this team could go, you know, win win all but uh, but one of the rest of their games. And Notre Dame is the one that I pick them to lose from here on out. Mm-hmm. I think the rest of them that they could win. I do think that they've gotten their two of their three toughest opponents out of the way, and that's uh, that's just uh, after I've seen a lot of football this year in the in the first few weeks. That's what I think, and I still stick to that. So I'm excited to see this week the improvement that they've made in an off week. Um, and, and if I know Scott Satterfield and this staff coming off of an off week, they've usually been pretty good. Yeah, you know, and you know, to maybe speak to the other side of the of the coin there. You know, a few busted plays against Miami, and obviously you can't you know erase plays, but a few busted plays by my, against Miami and that game could have gone differently. You know, if if the offense shows up a little bit more, if T, if Tutu is able to hang on to that that fingertip catch against Pittsburgh. Maybe that game goes a little bit differently. So I think there's, you know, even though it kind of, you know, the expectations aren't aren't matching what we had hoped or the reality isn't matching what the expectations were is what I'm trying to say. I still don't think they're that far off. You know, it's, it's a play here no. and there from being really where we thought they would be. You know, so I'm with you. You know, I think they've got a great chance of of closing the, the, the rest of the schedule, you know, in a very positive way. You know, you know, I'll say this as well. You know, they, they've got to do a lot more than just show up. I mean, Georgia Tech's going to come to play, and every opponent from here on out uh, is going to be, you know, is going to be aiming for a W just like Louisville is. So it's it's going to be a tough road. Certainly Notre Dame's going to be difficult. Virginia Tech's going to be difficult. But so is Boston College and some of these other games that are still left on the schedule. So they're going to have to come out and, and really show up and start to resemble those preseason expectations uh, well, that many well, had hoped for. And I think they still can to a degree. Michael, they're not – and and I don't – they're not going to sneak up on anybody. I guess no, that's the uh-uh. best. That's the best way to put it. They're not going to sneak up on anybody and just um, and, and, and just win. You know what I mean? They're going to have to perform at a high level in each and every game. And I thought last year, while they didn't play their best in some games, I don't think a lot. I don't think there were a couple teams that gave them a lot of credit and and gave them a lot of. Uh, I thought a couple of teams maybe overlooked him a little bit and, and Louisville was able to take advantage of that. So uh, a lot of Georgia guys on this team, uh, a lot of guys um, in this area, you know, you mentioned T Webb, you mentioned um, Evan Conley and Yaya, uh, you know, Josh Johnson is a guy who's been around for a long time. Um, when we, when we flew uh, in and we landed coming up through the city, we passed uh, Marlin characters high school uh, which was Grady High School. It's the high school right on the expressway. Uh, the football field literally is on I-85 as you come through, yeah. um, and you can and you can see downtown from from the football stadium. You know, Monty Montgomery is from Norcross, which is actually 
uh, where we up near where we stay, uh, where the team hotel is. And so, um, you know, a lot of family and a lot of friends uh, in in the area. Eleven thousand people is what I've heard will be uh, in the stadium. Um, we we have never played. Louisville's never played in this in this stadium. Um, Louisville's only played. This is crazy. Louisville's only played two games. Well, as of tonight, they've played two games in football in the state of Georgia. The only other one being the Auburn game. That just kind of blows my mind that they haven't played more uh, down here, but they, but they haven't. So, um, so yeah, so uh, we'll get to, we'll get to see uh, what the cards can do. And uh, I, I look, Georgia Tech is, is better than what they were last year, for sure. It was a debacle trying to come overcome, even though they, uh, they, you know, they had some flashes last year with the, with the new offense and, and in the new staff, um, it's, it was a debacle for them to try to overcome and, and, and scrap the triple option after so many years. And, and, and that roster needed a, a total overhaul. So um, Jeff Sims is a really good um, he, mm-hmm. he's a really good uh, freshman quarterback. He might be the best freshman quarterback, uh, you know, in, in the league. Um, you know, Jameer Gibbs is that freshman running back. Uh, Jemias Griffin is a guy uh, who's gotten some yards for them. And then J.P. Mason. He's a guy who's been injured for the last couple of games. So they've got some guys that can do it. Um, they've got some guys that can do it here uh, in the backfield. I like Louisville's ability um, with their with Louisville's defensive uh, line and linebackers to uh, to get through and get the quarterback and, and at least, uh, you know, at least make him work for some yards. Um, I, Georgia Tech's offensive line. Average is six four three fifteen, and their tight ends average six five two sixty. Michael, so they've got a big offensive line, and they use their their tight ends um, as more of blockers and in 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 that kind of thing. So uh, it'll be interesting to see where that the uh, where this Louisville defense uh, can get some pressure and how they can get some pressure on uh, Jeff Sims. He's thrown eight interceptions, and uh, and hopefully that is something that Louisville can, uh, can take advantage of. Yeah. These are two teams that rank near the bottom. Well, Georgia tech is at the bottom nationally when it comes to uh, turnover margin, Louisville, not much better, like two or three spots above, you know, above them. So I think that's going to be a key in the game for sure. And there's a lot of uh, similar uh, familiarity is what I'm trying to say. Um, Jeff Collins, the head coach of Georgia tech, Scott Satterfield, our Louisville's head coach spent a year together as offensive and defensive coordinator at FIU back in 2010 helped that program win the Sunbelt Championship, going even a deep a, a step deeper. Frank Ponch, Louisville's quarterback coach, and Georgia Tech's quarters coach, Jeff Popovich, spent five years together on the FIU uh, yep. coaching staff. So there's a yep. lot of familiarity. The, you know, the Louisville side has all the offense, and, and the Georgia Tech side has the defensive coaches. So they're, you know... Collins and his staff are going to have a good idea of what Satterfield and his staff are going to try to do. And Satterfield, you know, is pretty familiar with what Collins is going to do defensively. So well, it's going to be and, interesting and, to watch that as well. And Nathan Burton, who is their safeties coach, spent two years on the Oklahoma State. I think it's two years on the Oklahoma State staff with Gunter Brewer, the wide receiver yeah, coach. So there you go. It's uh, it's kind of a, an interesting little dynamic among there. And the, I, as, as we're talking here, Michael, I counted 24 guys from the state of Georgia on Louisville's uh, on Louisville's active roster. And yeah. of those 24, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 10, 10 of 11 of those guys are within 
you know, a half hour, you know, I'm counting Roswell and I'm counting Marietta and Cartersville, which are all within, you know, a half hour or so from, uh, the, we'll say the Atlanta, on traffic. Area, the, the Atlanta <laughs> area. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know we've done a lot of things in recruiting down here and, uh, you know, Brock travel says high school is not too far away. Um, you know, you've got a lot of guys who, who, who have grown up down here. Um, actually make that 25 because Desmond tell, I forgot he is from uh, Stockbridge. So, uh, another yep. Georgia boy there. So, so about, uh, about a, about a, a little, little under, a little over a third or under a third of the roster, uh, is from, of the Louisville football roster is from the, the state of Georgia. So it would be a huge, huge game. All right. I want to see Mikhail Cunningham become Mikhail Cunningham again. If we have to start calling him Malik, we will, um, because, uh, uh, I don't know if you saw that stat, but he's one in six when he's been called Mikhail Cunningham, uh, Malik Cunningham, and he's like seven and three when he's been called Mikhail. So um, if I have to go back to Mikhail, I'll do Mikhail. And, uh, and if it gets to be uh, kind of bad in the game tomorrow, you can guarantee on the radio I'm going to start calling him Mikhail. So uh, uh, we'll take care of that right away. But, uh, you know, defensively, they've got some some decent guys. I love the linebacker. Um, Quez Jackson, he's their leading tackler, mm-hmm. kind of gets after things and, and really sticks his head in there. Uh, but the one guy I think that makes them go more than anything is the other linebacker, 6'2", 230, um, is David Curry. He's starting, I think, his 27th or 28th straight game uh, for them. And then uh, he's just one of those guys. Um, he's one of those guys that's just kind of an old school, looks like a guy who wants to uh, uh, wants to stick his nose into somebody else's business and, uh, and, and get dirty with it. Uh, and I think that, um, you know, he is, uh, they've got some decent, good guys at linebacker. Um, I, I'll say this and then we'll get, and I'll get burned tomorrow night. I'm not as impressed with their, um, with their, their line, their guys up front. So we'll have to wait and see, uh, how they play against Louisville, but they do have a couple of pretty good safeties in, uh, Jawai Thomas and Tariq uh, Carpenter as well. Um, uh, Thomas had a 95-yard interception touchdown uh, against Louisville back in 2018. And that night that I know, everybody wants to forget. And I have yeah. forgotten most of that night. But I don't you know, know what, what night I, you're talking about. You know what I didn't forget that night? Do you know that who Louisville's leading rusher was that night? Who's that? The guy that's going to start for Florida State at quarterback. This oh, weekend. yeah, that's, this is right. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Thomas. Jordan Travis. Louisville, Jordan Travis. I'm sorry, I said his name wrong. Jordan <laughs> Travis was Louisville's leading rusher that night. I think it was four carries for or six carries for like 47 yards. But that was a night to forget. And hopefully uh, tonight Louisville can erase that bad memory from that first game against Georgia Tech. It's the cards. It's the Yellow Jackets. It's tonight. They're both one and two. Uh, somebody's going to get a second win uh, this e- uh, on the season, and hopefully it's Louisville Cardinals. Again, we w- we're thinking around 11,000 people. Bobby Dodd Stadium should be a lot of fun. I'll be there, and we will have a complete coverage of the game. For Micah McCammon, I'm Jody Demling. Keep clicking. We've got all kinds of goodies for you, including our picks, a game preview, how to watch, and plenty more at cardinalauthority.com. This has been a special game day edition of the CardsCast at cardinalauthority.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.